This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda. And Brittany. And we are perky. You you were perky, I so know. I tried to match your perky. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, match my perky. I'm just super excited about what we just did. We did a thing. It was, it was fun. We did a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's episode 88. 88. Ah, we're almost 90. <laughs> that just made me think of 88 miles per hour from Back to the Future. <laughs> I'm going to get in wow. my DeLorean and gun it to 88. <laughs> oh, my God. When that was fast. That's cute. Uh, that's still fast to me. Oh. <laughs> I drive a speed limit, ma'am. I obviously <laughs> do not. <laughs> um, that's been discussed in previous episodes. Uh, but yeah, it's also hump day. It's, it's hump, hump day. day. Yeah, big finish. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the topic this week is decapitation. Mm-hmm. So since it's my turn, I went a little extra this week, as I, as I've been told. A little extra. She was a lotto extra. <laughs> a lotto. A lotto. I almost died. It's okay. No, it's fine. Um, but you might want to stick around, okay, <laughs> for to finish up your your treat that we got going this week. Okay. Yeah. So, tell the people. Since the topic is decapitation, I'm sitting there thinking. What the hell kind of theme goes with this? I mean, and then off with their heads popped in into my head. Mm-hmm. So when I was at Bucky's a couple weeks ago, I found these little treasures that are Texas-sized wine glasses. Indeed they are. They fit an entire bottle of wine into one glass. It's been tested and proven. It has been tested and proven, and there's actually video to prove it. Mm-hmm. Evidence. There's that. Um, that will be posted as well. But I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yep. It was good. <laughs> so, Brittany has a bottle of barefoot white Moscato. Mm-hmm. I have a bottle of barefoot red Moscato. Since I had to buy two bottles of wine, I went cheap this week. Don't come uh, at me. That's my favorite. It's one of our favorites. We seem to giggle when we drink this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, sticking with the theme of off with our heads, I had I've been seeing Louder's posts of these Chantilly strawberry um, cruffins. If you don't know what a cruffin is, it's almost as big as a head. Mm-hmm. It is a croissant muffin. It's. It's Deli- a croissant, like, in the shape it's of It's delightful. A it is... Oh, my God. Definitely delightful. I can't stop eating it. Sorry if there's mouth noises. I don't care. Mm-mm. I'm here for it this week. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Y'all are just going to have to deal with it. Because it is filled with strawberry filling. And then it has handmade whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. And a little strawberry. 
And it's so good. And it's got like a cinnamon sugar crust on the outside of it. Brittany is tearing hers up right now. I'm watching. Oh, it's they're so good. Are you jealous? Anyway, <laughs> they're probably probably. I mean, we got entire wine bottles in our glasses and enormous sweet treats. Be jealous. But y'all should be like us and go find those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what else? Oh, so go to the socials so you can see <laughs> I was to say all this stuff that I'm talking about that I'm blabbering on about. The and, videos, um, the hump day treats, the trivias and shenanigans, all those things. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. that's I don't all I got. Anything else. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. I'm just super excited about this topic because my case is so batshit crazy off the wall. Same Z's. Yay. I mean, with a topic like this, it's kind of to be expected. Right. So. I'm excited. I chose a case, and then after I chose the topic and was committed to it, Mm -hmm. realized that it was not widely publicized, and I couldn't find hardly anything about it. I hate that you couldn't find anything about it, but the fact that it's not widely known is very much intriguing. And. It's kind of like it's an insane case. Okay. So there I don't understand why like we love insane. the entire country doesn't know about this. Well, they are about to. Yes. At least the oddballs will. Which is the entire world to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I didn't have that much, I've got like a two part thing going on over here. Well, so. that's great because mine isn't that long either because it's still going. I'm so excited. So I've got a short short story and then a short little tidbit for you. Okay. So here we go. Police received a call the morning of August 25th, 2016 from 24-year-old. That's a lot of twists. From 24-year-old Davy Dalzat's brother. Now, I never get... Did, 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 what? Davy? Davy Dalzat. Okay. I never get brother's name, by the way. It's nowhere to be found. Well, what? Wait, wait. So th- we don't have the name, just the brother's name. No, I don't. I don't have the name of the brother that called in. So Davy Dawsett's brother called the police. Okay, okay. I don't okay, have brother's okay, name. Okay, 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 got it. He told investigators he was worried about Davy after speaking with him on the phone. Davy Jones? No, Davy Dawsett. <laughs> <laughs> the brother told police Davy made some weird statements during the call and asked some funny questions. He told police he wasn't sure if his brother's statements were drug-induced or serious. The brother said he hadn't spoken with Davy in months until the night before and early that morning when he and his mother had received calls. So he hasn't talked to his brother in forever. And then he starts calling him one night. And then the next morning, still calling with, like, all these weird statements. And so the brother's like, something, something's weird. I think he needs to be checked up on. All right. You got my attention. I need to know what these weird statements are. I'm sorry. You'll never know. It doesn't say what the weird statements are. That's fucked up, Brittany. I can't help it. <laughs> I got what I got. So police initially went to the home for a welfare check, but found nothing wrong. An officer and a supervisor spoke with both Davey and his wife, 21-year-old Natasha Dawzat, outside their trailer. There was no indication from Natasha or Davy that either of them was in distress or in need of police intervention at that time. They both appeared calm and expressed their curiosity why the police were there. Okay, I have a picture of the couple, yeah. Davy and Natasha. I love pictures. 
So he's 24, she's 21. Oh my God, look how cute they are. Little babies. Little ba- oh, 21? She's 21. Okay. Little babies. The babies. Mm-hmm. All right, they are cute. Davy's brother called police again about two hours later, expressing further concern. He believed that Davy had killed his wife. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the fuck wow. Davy said to brother, but brother sensed something was amiss over there. His, his radar got sensor. His fifth sense. Was it was his on? fifth sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Officers were sent back to the mobile home park in Belmead, uh, where the couple lived. That's a town just northeast of Waco, yeah, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we know where Waco is. Yeah. <laughs> where they knocked on the door of the couple's home. Davy opened and then closed the door, police said. He appeared to have blood on his body and clothing. <laughs> well, no wonder he shut the door. Yeah, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, we're not home. Officers from Belmead and surrounding communities set up a perimeter around the park, evacuating other residents from the area. Some weren't allowed to return to their homes until late in the night. I'd be pissed. Uh, I may have been at first, but then once I realized what was going on, I would have been like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me some popcorn. I'm going <laughs> to stick around and watch. <laughs> no, we, that is where we are different, ma'am. <laughs> People are killing folks. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just going to hang out with the cops and be like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> My God. No. You're going to be one of those bystanders. Yes. <laughs> hit by a stray bullet. Probably. <laughs> Over time, <laughs> officers were able to talk Davy into surrendering. Once inside the home, they found the couple's children unharmed, but covered in their mother's blood. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trigger. The fuck? Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the murder occurred in front of the couple's children, mm. a son, one, and a daughter, three, at the time. Oh. Authorities Whoa. took custody of the couple's two children. I have a picture of the kids. <laughs> They're in their St. Patrick's Day clothes, and with they are so cute. Oh, my gosh. With the bottle and the sippy cup. Mm-hmm. But it kind of makes me mad because her shirt says, Daddy's Good Luck Charm. The only other pictures I was able to find related to this case was pictures of him with his kids, and I just was no. not. I was not. No, I agree. Mm-mm. No. Oh, yes. The medical examiner ruled Natasha's cause of death to be, quote, sharp force injuries, including decapitation, end oh, quote. Oh, great. And that was in, according to the official indictment. Okay. There were at least 43 knife wounds oh. on her body. Oh, he was mad. Yeah. Police were asked to comment on the motive, but declined speculating, only to say it was one of the most brutal murders they had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Davy allegedly admitted to police that killing his wife was wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good on you. But later defended his actions by calling Natasha's murder a battle between good and evil, according to the indictment. What, you got an angel on your right shoulder and a devil on your left? Is that what it is? Apparently. Is that, is that a battle? Because... Davy allegedly told investigators he'd used drugs prior to the killing, but the indictment doesn't list any substances other than marijuana, which he had smoked with his wife earlier that day. Okay. Sorry, you don't kill people that's, on that's weed. Not, that's not, no. You don't kill people on <laughs> that, weed. That ain't it. That you, ain't it. 
eat cruffins and watch <laughs> South Park on weed, you don't kill people. Oh, so we're watching South Park? <laughs> I mean, I'm always down for South Park. <laughs> and then you take a nap. <laughs> That's what you do. Ooh, that sounds like a really good day. I'm saying. A bottle of wine, a cruffin, and South Park. Or video games. <gasps> Can we do both? Mario Kart. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, it goes, it, 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 it goes with something that we did earlier. You'll get it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay, so the uh, court statement reads, quote, This case is a tragic reminder of the real pain caused by domestic violence in our community. We will continue to fight for victims each and every day, end quote. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um. So, Davy Dickface admitted murder before judge. <laughs> Just caught what you said. That's his new name. I love it. <laughs> he admitted murder before Judge George Allen in Waco's 54th State District Court. Okay. So much words. Yeah. Prosecutor Michael Jarrett told Judge Allen that while Davey deserves to spend every day of the rest of his life in prison, a plea agreement was reached for the health of the children who witnessed their mother's gruesome death. Okay. Uh, okay. After the hearing, Davey's defense attorney, garbage, Joseph Marcy, <laughs> told the paper, <laughs> Marcy. Okay. <laughs> why is he garbage? Tell me why he's garbage. <laughs> because he's a defense lawyer. They're all garbage to me. <laughs> Yikes. I'm, well, I'm sorry. I would never in a million choose that as my profession if I were a lawyer. No, I would never. I definitely want to be a prosecutor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never in a million, but, you know, it is what it is. So, um, Garbage Man said, quote, It is certainly a tragedy for everybody involved in the situation, and I think it highlights the dangers that drugs play in our society. Oh, my God. It was marijuana. I certainly think that factored into everything, and I think it is a tragedy. My client took responsibility for his actions today, and that is something he wanted to do, end quote. He decapitated his wife. Shut up. Yeah. All right. David Dickface ultimately admitted (laughs) to decapitating his wife and placing her head into their freezer and will spend the next 52 years in prison. Okay. Here's a mugshot of Davy Dickface. Cool. For the douchebox. Oh, he does look like a dickface. Davy Dickface, right? <laughs> he kind of does. Oh, uh, he sucks. You suck, Davy. You suck so hard. <laughs> he's got a boy band haircut. <laughs> he's trying to be cute. And he's got what is a he doing with the facial hair? 16-year-old boy's he, facial hair. He tried. He, he tried. tried. You suck. You failed. Davy Dickface. Bye-bye. Davy was told he must spend at least 26 years in prison before he can seek parole. <sighs> and he was 24? Yeah. Okay. Davy was... No. While this killer earned a lifetime behind bars, the health of the children who witnessed this terrible act had to be considered. Yes. Um, a court statement read... The family and medical professionals were adamant that these children could not relive this unspeakable horror in trial. True. The family and district attorney will work together to ensure this defendant spends each day of his next 52 years locked behind bars. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. They're one in three? 
Yeah, but they How would they be put in trial? Because they would have had to go through all like they still ask them questions. Not the one year old. They would ask the three year old questions. Yeah, but um they would still ask them questions. And I can understand not yeah, no, wanting I, to do I, that. I understand that, but especially when she's forming memories at three years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like how how I mean I'm not stupid. I know yeah. how they would do it, but yeah, I, I I guess I agree with not putting them on. Track. I understand why they did I, I that. I get it, yeah. but yeah, okay. <sighs> it is on. what it is. That would be horrific. In a victim impact statement from the victim's mother, Patricia Tagliarino, wow. that's how I'm saying okay. it. Um, she said Davy deserved to die a slow, painful death like her daughter did, and she now prays every day for him to die. Capital punishment, bitch. Patricia then <laughs> told the Waco Tribune Herald that the family is still reeling over her loss. Yeah. That's awful to have to go through that, knowing that their child died like yeah. that. That's that's awful. And here's a quote from mom. <laughs> Those children were her world. She loved that man to death, and I guess that's what killed her. Mm-hmm. So the Dawsats were married August 23rd, 2014. So they'd been married two years when this happened. Oh, my like God. Two years and two days. I want to know why. They had just celebrated their second anniversary. The couple had just recently moved back to Waco from Louisiana. Oh, there's their problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ironically, prior to her murder, Natasha posted on Facebook. Oh, this is awful. I'm the happiest girl ever with an amazing husband and kids, and I love them. Were there any signs? I mean, I would say no, since right before she was murdered, that was her Facebook post. Mm -mm, That don't mean shit. An abused wife will post that kind of stuff all the time. That's true. You can post whatever you want on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Make people think whatever Mm -hmm. you want on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But that's literally it. That's all the information I have. I want to know why. I don't know. Can I become fake pen pals with Davy Dickface? How the fuck are you going to become a fake pen pal? Well, I'm not <laughs> really going to be his friend, but I just want to know why he did it. That would still be a pen pal. If you're writing back and forth, you're still Well, a pen yeah, pal. but it's not going to be like a pal pal. It's going to be like a frenemy pal. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all come get your friend. I can't with her. <laughs> Okay, so that's a, that's literally all I had on that case. So that's that was real. Oh my god, the murder of Natasha Dalzat, <laughs> and it sucks. Fuck and I you, hate Davy Dickface. Davy Dickface. Did I call him Dickhead? I think I called him Dickhead. It all works. It all it, tracks. Either one applies. Okay, so <clears throat> since my shit was so short, okay, I found this list on historyandheadlines.com. Oh yeah, I like lists. About, like, the 10 most well-known decapitation stories. I'm here for this. And I got a little um, paragraph. (laughs) A little paragraph? A little paragraph about, um, you know, beheading. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's see. And so this is, like, this is the article word for word from historyandheadlines.com. Okay. On January 21st, 1793, King Ooh. Louis the XVI. What's that? I don't know. 10, 10, 10 5, 5, 6. 16! <laughs> <laughs> we just mathed! <laughs> King Louis the 16th of France. 
was convicted of treason and taken to the guillotine where he was promptly beheaded. Just one of the many instances of famous beheadings in a long history of human violence, both intentional and accidental. So there's both on this list, by the way. Okay. Both by the state and as an ex, both by the state as an execution or by criminal action. And even by our animal friends, quote unquote. How, how you accidentally decapitate somebody. I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> tell you. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes people are even decapitated posthumously Ooh. for some sort of extra emphasis. Oh, oh, bitch. <laughs> a la your man, uh, what's his face? Danny Rawling. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he did face it towards her body. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he did do the after-death decapitation. Yeah. <laughs> so today we list 10 of these cases of human decapitation, both famous and infamous. Yeah. Execution by beheading has been a long historical means of capital punishment. So the list of those beheaded is dauntingly long, leaving many thousands of potential persons to include on a list such as this. Woo-hoo. In recent years, terrorists and drug lords have used decapitation to send a message of terror. Feel free to mention those people that lost their heads in the comments below. Well, there's no comments below, so um, we'll just keep going. Well, But if you want to, go to the historyandheadlines.com and do, do so. We can add our own comments. Yeah. All right. All right. Number one, <laughs> King Louis XVI and Queen Marie Antoinette of France, yeah. 1793. Oh my God, I love her. Victims of their own excess and the French Revolution combined to spell doom for the French monarchs, King Louis and his queen, Marie Antoinette. As is often the case with deposed monarchs, those doing the deposing wisely determine that dead monarchs cannot reclaim their throne and thus kill kill those deposed monarchs to emphasize the finality of the The usurping. Yeah, usurping. Okay, that's a terrible word. It's ugly. I don't like it. I like that word. Ugh, well, you use it. It sucks. Beheadings are not only reliably final solutions. The severed head is often displayed publicly as proof of execution. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, if it's, <laughs> if it's public, <laughs> it's proof. Like in Mulan, mm. when, who who was it, the Mongolians? Yes. We're putting heads on sticks when yeah. they burned down the villages. Yeah, and they really did that shit. Yeah, that's not cute. Mm-mm. All right, number two. Okay. Oliver Cromwell in 1661. Yeah. The leader of the rebels that deposed and, and eventually executed King Charles I of England, Cromwell died in 1658 of natural causes. When King Charles II, the son of Charles I, took the throne, he had Cromwell's body dug up and beheaded for the crime of regicide. Just to make the point, his body was draped in chains and publicly displayed. Another historical figure that that suffered the indignity of having their head or skull stolen from the grave was the Apache leader Geronimo, though details are sketchy on that one. Geronimo! (laughs) No. No, no, okay. Number three, Joseph Hayden. He was a composer in 1809. Although the famous Austrian composer Joseph Hayden died of natural causes, phrenologists Mm. removed and stole his head. For why, though? Don't steal my head. Uh, That's not cool. That's one being cremated, so nobody can fuck with my body. Oh, wait, wait. What if I need to be... But then you will burn. ...to test the toxicity? In case you're poisoned. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm gonna ha- while you dwell on that, I'm gonna keep reading. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to write some detailed will stuff. Go on. <laughs> okay, I have a feeling it's gonna get very specific. Very. <laughs> Joseph Carl Rosenbaum and Johann Nepomuk. <laughs> Nepomuk. Peter. Peter. Okay. Carl. Minor government officials and acquaintances of Hayden waited until the great man was buried, then bribed the grave digger to dig up the body and steal the head. Oh, my God. The theft of Hayden's head was discovered in 1820 when the body was exhumed in order to be moved to okay. Essenstadt. Es- yeah. Sure. Probably. Or Eisenstadt. Ooh, I like that. Let's go with that. Eisenstadt. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> if you're Austrian, please I'm let me sorry. know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was Hayden's ancestral home. In 1954, Hayden's skull was placed in the tomb with the rest of his remains after a century and a half of separation. So they found He that. was haunting the fuck out of shit. I'm <gasps> saying he was legit one of those ghosts looking for his head. <laughs> He was the Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> I was going Sleepy Hollow, but... Or that, okay. whatever. Headless Horseman. Number four, Shirley Ann Durden, 1985. Okay. This Australian had the misfortune of meeting a great white shark in no. the shark's native habitat, losing her head to the giant predatory fish. Yep. Other large predators are capable of removing the head from a human victim. And another Australian that suffered this fate was Carrie McLaughlin, who lost his head to a saltwater crocodile in 1987. Well, don't swim in the water. Just don't swim, swim in the water. Swim in the catacombs instead. There's swim in no the ca- sharks or, or alligators. saltwater crocodiles, crocodiles in I mean. there. Yeah. Yeah. Swim yeah. in there. There's just bones. It's just bones. There's. There's there's no deadly stuff. That's the only safe place to swim anymore is the catacombs. Obviously. Because mm-hmm. even swimming pools get snakes in them and shit. Yeah, no. Right. There's no snakes. There's no. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five. Byzantine Emperor Focus. Okay. Focus. Focus. Ooh, Focus. yeah. Focus. Okay. The year was 610. What? 610. We haven't gone that far back I ever. Know. Okay. And I feel like I need a new pet, and I'm going to name it Fuckus. Yes. I'm changing Achilles' mm. name to Fuckus. <laughs> Sorry, Ashton. <laughs> we got a new puppy. His name is Achilles. He's named after a Beyblade character. Don't at me. <laughs> but it's so sweet, though. He just showed up on their porch when it In was In the storming. rain. It was monsooning its ass off outside one yes. Sunday night, and he just showed up on their porch. And we couldn't turn him away no okay look she tried to find the home she really did she posted and it on facebook and everything we're still like if if his family comes forth and his family comes forth but for now he's achilles and he's the bougiest little pitbull puppy in the whole entire world oh my god he's about to be so fucking spoiled he's already so fucking spoiled are you kidding anywho yeah back to focus <laughs> focus back on focus focus on focus <laughs> Emperor Fuckus was not a particularly nice leader, Ew. so we can call him Fuckus. Oh, I like it. As he had deposed his predecessor and executed the previous emperor's sons in front of the deposed emperor's very eyes. What fuck the you, fuck? Fuckus. Okay. Oy. Of course, that previous emperor, Maurice. Ew. How you go from Maurice to Fuckus? 
Ew. Was also executed by Farkas. <laughs> no real, I love saying that. No real surprise when, ooh, Heraclius, Heraclius, Heraclius <laughs> fought a successful civil war to depose Farkas that Heraclius not only had Farkas executed, <laughs> but the new emperor actually performed the beheading of Farkas personally in a rare instance of victorious monarch personally killing the losing monarch. That was so much oh worse. Oh my God, that was a lot. And all I got out of that was fuck us. Okay. All right. We love fuck us. Yeah. Fuck us. What? I don't know. <sighs> Number six. <laughs> Sir William Wallace. Ooh. In 1305. Y'all all know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> a Scottish knight that advocated for the independence of Scotland from England. Wallace is the key character in the famous 1995 film Braveheart. Oh my God, Mel Gibson in that movie. Oh God, but he's that dude batshit crazy. Though. I know, but in that movie he was kind of hot. So cute though, but he batshit crazy. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the movie was an Oscar winner, it was seriously flawed historically. Mm-hmm. Little is really known about Wallace, other than he fought bravely against the English and was finally captured and executed in 1305 by the method reserved for traitors to the crown. Leading the Scots' victory at the Battle of Stirling Bridge in 1297 earned him the title of Guardian of Scotland. I love that title. Ooh. And also the enmity, 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 enmity. That's a terrible word too. Of King Edward the First, when Wallace was enmity, an enmity. See an enemy. When Wallace was captured. He was taken to London for a quick trial and gruesome execution by means of being hanged, drawn, and quartered. Oh. Wallace was stripped naked, dragged by a horse, hanged almost to death, emasculated, disemboweled while still alive, and finally cut up, including decapitation. Holy crap. The quartering part included cutting off Wallace's head, of course, which was to be put on display on London Bridge. After being dipped in tar to preserve it so as to provide a long-term warning for potential rebels. That's some savage shit over there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have in the future an entire episode dedicated to medieval torture, so. Oh, we haven't gone medieval in a long time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's in there. Okay. Number seven, Jane Mansfield. Yeah! 1967. She's a babe. Yes. Was a babe. She oh, was a babe. Still. Technically, the beautiful actress was not completely decapitated, but she did suffer extensive trauma to the head that resembled scalping when the car she was driving in drove under a slower truck in front of it. Uh, uh, the legend that her head got separated from her body sprung from the pictures that were taken of the crash scene in which the roof of the car had been ripped off and either her blonde wig or scalped forehead was seen in what remained of the windshield or hood of the car. The official cause of Jane Mansfield's death was determined to be a crushed skull with avulsion of cranium and brain. An avulsion is a forcible tearing away of a body part by trauma or surgery. Oh, yeah. In other words, she was indeed partially decapitated, but not entirely as commonly believed. Ugh. Let us hope that <clears throat> death truly was immediate. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, yes, her three children who were asleep on the back seat survived the crash. Uh-huh. As not to leave you on a negative note with this horrifying imagery, 
We direct you to one of our other articles in which the beauty of Jane Mansfield is celebrated. Yada, yada, yada. She was one of the 10 most beautiful women of the 20th and 21st century. Yes, she was. Yeah. Number eight, Queen Anne Boleyn of England in 1536. Still magnolias. Anne Boleyn. Can't with you. She was one of the wives of Henry VIII. She had 11 fingers. <laughs> Drinky juice, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> no. The second wife of King Henry VIII. Her marriage to Henry in 1533 was precipitating, no, was the precipitating factor in the establishment of the Church of England when the Catholic Pope refused to grant Henry an annulment from his first wife, Catherine of Argonne. Oh. Alas, Henry proved fickle and had his wife convicted on trumped-up charges of adultery, incest, and treason, and then executed by beheading in 1536. Yep. Henry also had his fifth wife, Catherine Howard, executed by beheading in 1542, this time for probably real crimes, but her execution is hardly remembered compared to the notorious execution of Anne. Mm-hmm. While Henry VIII is often portrayed as a capricious killer of wives. Yeah. (laughs) He only had these two wives executed out of his total of six wives. He only had two executed. Only two. Well, then that's okay. That was just two. (laughs) Number nine, Thomas Cromwell, 1540. People named Cromwell... People named Cromwell seem susceptible to being beheaded in England. Yeah. This time, Thomas was an advisor and chief minister to King Henry VIII, the same king from the entry above, notorious for having two of his wives beheaded. Oops. What did Thomas do to deserve such a fate? Hmm. He set up Henry with Anne of Cleves for another go at marriage, and when Henry found Anne of Cleves physically repulsive, uh, <clears throat> he was by then no looker himself, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah. And had the marriage annulled, Cromwell was in the doghouse. Thomas was accused and convicted of treason and heresy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And duly beheaded, although Henry later expressed some remorse at having his close advisor so killed. Yeah. Before you get all teary-eyed over the death of Cromwell, understand that Thomas was also instrumental in the discrediting discrediting of an eventual execution of Anne Boleyn. Yeah, but... Just Just because she was ugly? (laughs) All that taught me is you don't set royals up on dates. No blind dates for Mm -hmm. royals. No. Mm -mm. Don't do it. No. It's a bad idea. Mm -mm. Uh, Nope. Nope. Go to Match.com. Lest she may be physically repulsive. Jesus. (laughs) How shallow. Oi. (laughs) Okay, last one. Number 10. Adam John Walsh, 1981. Huge, big, huge trigger alert. Quite possibly the saddest incident on this list, this young boy was kidnapped and murdered in 1981. Mm -hmm. His severed head found two weeks later. Although no one was ever convicted of the murder of the six-year-old, a convicted serial killer, Otis Toole, confessed to to killing little Adam and is generally accepted as the perpetrator of the terrible crime. The tragedy did not lead to the disintegration of the marriage of the victim's parents, who later had three more children. And Adam's father, John Walsh, went on to a high-profile career campaigning for the capture of criminals on the run via the television shows America's Most Wanted from 1988 to 2012. 
The Hunt with John Walsh from 2014 to 2017, mm-hmm. and In Pursuit with John Walsh in 2019. I know all of those. I didn't know about the other two. Oh, I just really? knew America's Most Wanted. Oh, I mean, that's what he's most famous for. Yeah, I didn't know about the other two shows. Yeah. Over a thousand captures of dangerous criminals have been attributed to the television shows hosted by John Walsh. At least some minor consolation for the death of his beautiful son. Oh, that's so freaking sad. I know. I hate it. I hate it, but he has made an like an amazing career out of it. Yeah, he's um he's pretty famous. Yeah, he's, he's had some some, some recent unpopular opinions, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. I don't care. He still did good. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Oh, that's it. Up. That's all I got. That's, I'm done. Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna open up on then. Okay. Okay, so y'all know I'm a sucker for headlines. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this headline, I was like, well, fuck yes. Well, and then I found out that it just happened, so it's still ongoing. She hasn't even gone to trial yet. So I dug and found as much as I could. Okay. Okay. So here's the headline that I read. Woman allegedly decapitated lover while high during sex hid his body parts. Oh, my <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so here we go. All right, here for this. February 23rd, 2022, a 24-year-old Wisconsin woman allegedly killed and dismembered her lover during a drug-fueled sex session, dumping his head and penis in a bucket and his legs in a crock pot. How'd she fit them legs in a crock pot? I don't know. (laughs) She got a big fucking crockpot. I hope more details will be released in the future. I wonder what brand it was. <laughs> How big of a roast can it fit? Was it like <laughs> a little crockpot or a big crockpot? I mean, was it like my Instapot? Was it, my crockpot's pretty fucking big. I'm, right. I, I don't think I could fit a leg in it. I don't think I can fit a... I don't know how this was possible. So I, I'm really hope. It, it, okay. Yeah. We need yeah. more. To be continued. Yeah. Pretty much. So, the brunette seductress, Taylor Shabusiness. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Is that really her name? I don't know if that's how you say it. it. Look, if we are reading it, like if it's phonetic, it's Shabusiness. <laughs> it ain't Shabusiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I am fucking dead. <laughs> it's none of Shabusiness. <laughs> <laughs> that might stick. <laughs> it's none of your business. Might. <laughs> so Taylor's business <laughs> then allegedly told police they were going to have fun trying to find all of the organs. Oh, that bitch is cray. Oh, she cray 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 cray. All right, let's go look at Taylor. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, girl. Hey. I don't want to say anything nice about Shabusiness. You don't, but, I mean, if I didn't know that she was a horrible person, her hair is so long and pretty. It's so beautiful, and her stomach is flat, she's got big boobs, and she still looks really cute. It just really makes me want hair extensions. I just want the hair extensions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, if anybody wants to buy me a present, I want hair extensions. Y'all are going to have to pull your money. I have a lot of hair. Yeah, it's it's going to have to even out. She does have pretty thick hair, so you're going to have to buy a few. Yeah, I, I need a lot. 
The mutilated victim in the ghastly crime that Thursday was 25-year-old Shad mm-hmm. Thyreon. What the hell shad. are these people from? It's the Shad. The Shad. <laughs> the Shad was great. The Shad, the, the shad must not have been great. <laughs> Let's go take a look at Shad. Oh, my God. And we'll decide. Poor Shad. Just... Oh, my cow. <laughs> he looks like the Shad. He does. He wears a sweatband a lot. He has different colored ones from what I've seen in photos. Oh, no, Shad. So no. that's his style. Okay. You didn't deserve. You didn't deserve what you got. The shabusiness that was dealt to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't. Not deser- at all. You didn't deserve shabusiness. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Shad. He looks like a sweet baby. So. Was it the Shad? <laughs> it's the Shad. It's the Shad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, last month, she made her first appearance in Brown County Court via video conference on charges of first-degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. Prosecutors said the sexual assault charge is for acts that took place after the man was deceased. She's a necrophile, too? (laughs) You nasty bitch. (laughs) You just doing your business. Look, we whether they dead or alive, we haven't oh. even got to the crazy part yet. Oh my god, man! Okay, it gets worse. Oh my fuck. Okay, I'm ready. Police were called to a home on Stony Brook Lane. Then that sounds so beautiful. It's it like sounds from idyllic. Once upon a time, yeah, is what it sounds like. Storybrook. Oh, right. Okay. Um. About 3.30 a.m., February 23rd, by a resident who reported finding her son's head in a bucket. His mom found him? She dropped his parts off to his mom. Oh, my Some, of, some of his parts. Just some of his parts. The head and the cock? Yeah. Her, his pe- oh, my his God. His penis was in the bucket as oh well. Oh, my God. Okay. So she said she made the shocking discovery after being awakened by a door being slammed. Taylor was the last person to be seen with the victim. She was found at a home on Eastman Avenue with dried blood on her clothes. You can't even dispose of your clothes. Take your clothes. Ma'am. Look, she's Ma'am. so lazy. Okay. She's kind of a lazy killer. Here we go. Obviously. During a search of her van... Police found a crock pot with human remains, oh, including legs, according to a criminal complaint cited by the outlet. <laughs> oh, my God. At the mother's house of horrors, they later found the head and the male organ, quote unquote, in the bucket, an upper torso in a storage tote and body fluid and knives. Oh, my God. When oh my asked God. about what happened... The suspect reportedly said, that's a good question. Oh, my God. I'm about to tell you what happened. Put your business out there so we (laughs) can all know. Putting it all out there. (laughs) She told police she and uh, Shad had been smoking meth before going to his mother's house where they had sex using chains. Okay, meth, I can believe. Marijuana, I cannot. Yes. Okay. Same Z's. 
Taylor said she had blacked out at one point, then went crazy and began choking her partner, insisting she did not mean to kill him, but enjoyed choking him. Yeah, crazy bitch. Taylor stated she could feel the victim's heart beating still as she was choking him, so she kept pulling and choking him harder. But well, then you meant to kill him, you dumb... Ooh. But Shad would not die, and that he just kept rebuilding into muscle. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> the official complaint Oh, reads. my God. This is like <laughs> an episode of Law & Order SVU. I know! This is insane. This is so crazy. You would not think this is real. I, I have <sighs> um, tagged her name so I can keep up with this. Oh, my gosh. She said she allegedly knew that Shad was dead when his face turned purple and blood was coming out of his mouth, but she did not stop. She said police were going to have fun finding all of the organs as she dismembered the body. Okay, when you meant to do that. Uh Uh-huh. She stated all of the body parts should be in the basement. They should be. I mean, maybe. But, you know, they're in a crock pot and in a bucket and in her van. And, like... I don't think she knows. I don't know. So, like, she was high. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um... Members of the Green Bay Police Department were forced to search for the victim's body parts as a result, which had been scattered all around. His legs were located in a crockpot box behind the driver's seat of the vehicle Shabusiness had been driving. According to, <laughs> according to the complaint, the rest of the body she placed in various bags um, that were found in the basement. So what was so special about the legs that you had to pack them up and Why take them with you? I mean, like, were you going to make a meal? Were you going to have shad legs for dinner? <laughs> Instead of crab legs? You're going to have shad legs? <laughs> she almost snorted. <laughs> it was that funny. <laughs> And I'm not typically a snorter. I think we broke Brittany. (laughs) We finally broke her. Oh, my God. Shad legs continue. (laughs) Okay. She stated she used knives that she obtained from the kitchen of the residence that a bread knife worked the best because of the serrated blade. Did you not have a butcher knife? That's what they're made for. Mm-hmm. Ma'am. Maybe it was dull. She business must not have been cooking. <laughs> Did she look like she was? No. No. <laughs> she looked like she makes ramen. Cup of noodles. <laughs> That's why she makes. Cup of noodles. She also said that she did get paranoid and lazy and thought that it was the dope that was making her paranoid. No shit. <laughs> or maybe grief. the fact that she were cutting up somebody, you know, because it's wrong. Yeah. She also said she planned on taking all the potty parts with her, but got lazy and only ended up putting the leg and foot in the van and she forgot the head. That's the most important part. How can you forget the head? Never Wait. forget the head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, she business appeared calm and said very little during her court appearance, only acknowledging that she has the right to legal counsel. The outlet reported. I have a photo of her in court. Let's see what she looks like in orange. She doesn't look that great in orange. Oh, honey. Now, 
She really needed it's, her makeup, didn't it's she? It's not flattering. Yeah, when she didn't have the makeup and the filters, mm-hmm. she ain't that, that cute. She needed the contouring. Stop being a Keurig. Stop using the filters. I cannot with you, and don't <laughs> judge me. <laughs> you are beautiful. Don't judge me. The woman, no, I don't want to say the woman. Taylor had recently been put on probation and was supposed to be wearing an electronic monitoring bracelet, but apparently managed to remove it. <laughs> the reason for her probation was unclear. Um, I need to know. <clears throat> I need to know that. Yeah. Come on, um, news outlets. Get it together. If she had an ankle bracelet on... It wasn't for something minor. No. And she done they, fucked up at least once before. A, a little bit. Assistant direct, direct, assistant district attorney, Caleb Saunders, called last week's, no, it wasn't last week, last month. Called uh, the heroin yeah, crime. Yeah, there we go. Assistant District Attorney Caleb Saunders um, called the heroin crime one of the most serious offensive offenses we've had in this county in some time. I think the facts alleged are extremely concerning and disturbing and go to the violent nature and grave nature of the offense. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At the hearing last month, the judge quickly dismissed a request from Shabiznes's attorney (laughs) for a competency hearing and declared her fit to to stand trial. Mm Mm-hmm. Taylor Shabiznes returned to the courtroom for the first time since this past February when she violently attacked her own attorney. Mullins was she on meth then? No, because she was already in. Well, I know I was being a smart ass. You know what? I was going to say no, because she was already in jail, but you can get, you never know. So I don't know. Um, there's a video. Oh my God! There's there's video of her uh, attacking her attorney, um, but it was moments after the judge agreed to hear his request for an additional two weeks for a defense expert to review her competency. <laughs> well, so he had just helped her, and she chose to whoop his ass. Okay. Um. Do you want to see the video? Anyways, like she's just sitting there calmly. And then all of a sudden, she turns to him and whoop, 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 whoop. I mean, like, oh my god, goes off on him. It takes like three deputies to calm her down. They are holding her down. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll watch it. Oh, so they were in court. In court. So maybe this was her just trying to look cray. Um, if you see, watch- I'm not competent to stand trial. I'm beating my own lawyer's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. It, it it doesn't take a lot to find it. Yeah, that picture was good enough. Okay. Um, but yeah, there you can tell she kind of knows one of the deputies because he's like, Taylor, it's me. It's me. Like, calm down. She's like, he's like, you, you just did this. And she's like, I did? Where am I? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hmm. So she's charged with first degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third degree sexual assault. She previously pleaded not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect, which resulted in the competency hearings. But a judge on Wednesday of this week, this very week, oh my God, denied the motion to move the trial. Okay, so her her attorney wanted it moved to a different location. Lawyer Christopher Froelich? Sure. Okay. Who represents Shabusiness? 
had argued that a fair and impartial trial cannot be had in Brown County due to substantial pretrial publicity and other factors. But Brown County Circuit Judge Thomas Walsh decided that publicity exhibits presented by the defense were insufficient to warrant a change in venue or bringing a jury from another jurisdiction. They were like, no, 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 Brett, just mm-mm. everybody knows she I business mean, is crazy. She did what she did. Okay. Like, yeah. you can try to do whatever you want to do, but the state said it would not object to questionnaires being sent to pros- prospective jurors about their consumption of news about the case. So, yeah. But her trial is set for July 27th. And she is being held on a $2 million bond. She ain't going nowhere. Nope. Cozy in business. Yeah. Better mind just your business in prison. (laughs) Mind just your business. Mind just your business. So, let's, um, oh my God, like, I can't. Let's do some trivia. Here's some trivia. (laughs) Ooh, we need to make a song. That was kind of cute. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. baby. Maybe. All right. Well, you want to go ahead, since you've got it open, you want to read us. Oh, I'm uh, ready. The, oh, oh, okay. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready to go. Then do it. Okay. Okay. The question was, what killer targeted Aboriginal children in New South Wales, Australia, in the early 1990s? Mm-hmm. The answer is the Beaureville murderer. During a five-month period in late 1990 and early 1991, three children from the Aboriginal community in Bolreville went missing. Two of their bodies have never been found, but the New South Wales police believe the same killer is responsible for all three disappearances. Then there's more disappearances. There's a documentary. 2013 documentary, Innocence Betrayed, and a 2016 podcast called Bolreville. Ooh. Okay. Well, he has been identified as Thomas J. Hart. We have some winners. Who are they? They are <laughs> Miss Bonnie Cole. Miss <laughs> Bonnie Cole, you are now tied with Miss Shannon at 10. Whoop, whoop. And coming in on Instagram was Miss Rebecca Ayers with five. Whoop, there it is. You still got time to kick some butt. Get your answers in. Make sure you look for those every Wednesday. We do have a trivia question posted, and you can feel free to answer to get your gold stars to win our lovely mystery prize that I have now handed over to Brittany. We got it. Because it came in. Be excited. It's right there. Be very excited. It's right there. Don't forget to take okay. it. Okay. I'll take it with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I found a new question. Let's do a new one. We're going back to the States. Ooh, okay. What Philadelphia bar is linked with several victims of the city's Frankfurt slasher? Ooh. Ooh. Again, for the people in the back. Wow. What Philadelphia bar is linked with several victims of the city's Frankfurt Slasher. And your time starts now. Tick. Now. Tick. 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 There you go. Okay. So, get to it. Go to the socials. Answer, answer questions. The, answer the stuffs. Win prizes. Mm-hmm. Look at our hot day treats and tell us what you had for yours. Yeah. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Every week. Last week, Shannon shared hers. She just had H2O. 
<laughs> I mean, that's good for you, but... We're going to drink a bottle of wine. But we're going <laughs> to have a whole bottle of wine in a glass. So, look, go to Bucky's. They were $10 a piece. Okay? 10 Freaking dollars. Maybe so I, had I to have should to. drink more water, though, because if I'm hydrated, my skin might look nicer. Be, like, all glowy and yes, pretty. Yeah. I mean, we, we drink water during the day. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I drink, I drink enough water. <laughs> it's fine. It's you have, like, fine. a whole jug sitting at your desk. So. Yeah. We're on top of it. All right. What else? I don't. No. Okay. So I'm going to go. Okay, me too. I'm going to finish my crawfish. All right. Deuces, friends. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Goetzke for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art. I'll catch you next week.